Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Cube Stuff Saturday's podcast. I'm your host, Max Chan, or MC Stuff, and joining me today is Owen Brooks and Blue. So thank you guys for coming on the show today. Thank you for having us. Wait, oh, yeah. Alright, so before we get into the conversation, I just wanted to say that if you would like to be on the show like Owen and Blue are, then please join my Discord in the link in the description down below. Okay, so the way this is going to work is I'm going to ask Owen and Blue some basic questions so the viewers get to know them a little bit better. Then after, we're going to have a conversation about the topic about this podcast, the practicing and Twitch for cubing. And also, before I forget, we have a show notes document where I'll put any links or anything we mentioned in the show notes in the link in the description down below. So now on to the questions. All right. So you guys can answer now. Um, how long have you guys been cubing and how did you get into cubing? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Okay. Well, I don't have a definitive answer for that. I started around September 2016. I attended my first comp at this in December 2016, December 10th. So yeah, I just say that that's when I started because that's like really when I started speed cubing. Okay. Um, I started cubing like three to four years ago, but um, how I started is I basically, I think I was at Walmart and then I thought like Rubik's cubes were cool, so then I like asked my mom to buy me a Rubik's cube, which is a pretty bad idea because. They're not that good, but um, but over the three to four years, I took a lot of breaks, like huge month breaks. So um, I would say I started cubing three to four years ago, but I haven't been cubing for that long amount of time. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I might as well just say mine too. I, I asked James and Sean this exact question last week, so I'm just going to say my story again. So I've been cubing since... August of 2015, that's when I started, and I didn't go to my first competition until November 2015, and I got into cubing because there was a kid at my summer camp who had a Rubik's Cube. I got interested, and then I bought a Rubik's brand off Amazon, and then I just started from there, and I learned from YouTube. All right, so on to the next question. It is... Who do you think will take over the cubing scene this decade? Like Felix kind of took it over like last decade, sort of. But what about this decade? I definitely think that Max Max Park is still going to be like really prominent. I think that Leo, Borromeo, and Sean, I think that they're going to do really well. Yeah. I feel like they'll at least like push up sub five gold or even farther. Yeah, that'll be insane. Yeah, I feel like it's... I mean, a lot of people think too, but I think it's probably someone who's young. I don't know. I feel like young, younger cubers have a lot more like a little bit more like hype around them and like more promise since they obviously have like a lot more time to cube and stuff. Yeah. And there's like a ton more resources than there were a couple years ago as well. Yeah. So I also think uh, Timon Kolashinsky, I think he's getting really fast too. I definitely think that he's also part of like the future of cubing as well okay yeah i think he's, he's only like 14 or something yeah i don't know i'm yeah, not sure really but... really young i think yeah. not really young but pretty young he practices too much yeah he says that like you saw that like laser monkey video yeah, he's yeah. he only um practices that's... eats and sleeps or something yeah that's the only thing he does yeah i mean yeah all right so the third question 
I have for like these general questions are, can you tell the audience one interesting fact about yourself? So, or no, two interesting facts. So one that is cubing and then one that is non-cubing that you think nobody knows about you. Um, I got good at school once, but now it's a bad event. Okay, can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Okay, so this one time, I got a good square one, and I started practicing. Which and one I was got it? Sub I got sub-20, like 19 global, and then I got a 14 average in comp. I and then I that. pushed, yeah, and then I pushed, like, sub-14, and then my squad died, and I quit. So now okay. I average, like, 22. Okay. And... I don't know, I like dogs. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, for me, I mean it's not like an amazing it's just like a cubing like moment, I guess, that happened. And why I don't really do like hand scrambles, why I don't like hand scrambles. Because um one time at school I was just like doing three by three and then um I did a hand scramble, I solved it, and I did another hand scramble and it was the same exact scramble. Same exact cross, same F12, last layer, everything. So that made me to believe that, like, I don't really want to do hand scrambles. Uh, yeah. I think that happened to me one time also, like, before. But that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, when I, like, when I started cubing, I did, like, the same six-move hand scramble each time. And, like, I, when I actually averaged 40 seconds, I got, like, seven seconds. Okay. All right. That's pretty cool. And then um, an interesting fact is, I mean, it's more like a personality thing, but like um, when I try at least or when I turn this like thing on, I can like sort of tell like what kind of person someone is within like a few words of them speaking. Um, okay. Somebody say it, but it just like is making assumptions, but I don't know. I think it's like pretty accurate. Wait, so you, you, you like you can make assumptions about like when people like, talk, like what no, type like, of personality they're yeah, like, they are. What type of person they are if they're like Alright. So if if I don't mind asking, um like you've heard me speak for quite a bit. Is is there anything you could like assume about my personality or Owens? I mean, yeah. Um maybe okay, maybe now that I think about it, it could just be assumptions, but it's been pretty I feel like accurate, but um I would have to have a little bit more time to think, but I feel like Max is, um, my vocabulary is limited to like zero words, but I guess someone who's like, has a goal in mind, at least right now. Um, That's pretty accurate, I guess. And then Owen, I, maybe I haven't heard enough of Owen. Okay. Um, so it'd be hard to tell just by the tone of his voice, but. All right, but that's that's a pretty cool thing, a pretty cool non-cubing yeah, ability. Yeah. Cool. Um, I could tell Owen is probably someone um cool to be around without any. He wouldn't like. Um, like if you're doing a project with him, he would probably do his share. Mm, yeah. yeah, pretty accurate. Yeah, Owen's pretty hilarious, also at times. No. <laughs> This is kind of awkward. No. Okay. All right. So that wraps up the general questions. I'm going to say that. So now, since the topic is about practicing and Twitch, like you guys suggested, I just wanted to discuss some 
questions that I have with you guys. So what does your average practice session look like and what do you do to practice? Like what events do you practice or yeah, like that? Okay, well, I don't practice much these days, but when I do practice, I do like 23 by 3 solves or something. I get bored and I do like 7 by 7 or something. I occasionally okay. do 3 blind. Okay. And like Pira and stuff, but I'm pretty bad at practice techniques. I just do solves basically. Wait, do you. So you don't like learn any new algs on a regular basis or something? <laughs> like. The last Ops, okay. I learned was this U-Kern Sean taught me, and the last one before that was, like, I don't even know, man, like, three style back in March. But I only learned two sets. Yeah. Okay. All right, Blue, what about you? Um, For me, my practice is, I mean, I, I can only do, like, three events, uh, two, for, two through four. I've never been to a comp, so it's not, like, a real cube, I don't know. But, um... Maybe my, I mean, right now my practice is just whatever I do on stream, which is only three by three, because anything else would be like pretty embarrassing to watch. Um, but during school, I queued a lot during school, and basically then I only did like slow solves, so like one or two TPS. Um, okay. But now I just basically I start off doing maybe like five solves um untimed like sort of slowly and i just go into um just doing time solves maybe like 60 to 70. wow and then my brain starts to give out and it's pretty much all i do well i mean that's a lot more discipline than i have i mean i may i basically have the same sort of thing that owen does i just do a couple solves here and there and i don't really focus on augs too much yeah but like yeah, I think you got a good practice session or good practice routine going down there, Blue. So, all right, now on to the next question. So this is about Twitch. So do you see Twitch in the future becoming more of a reality for cubers to share their content live? Like, yeah, obviously, it's, like, I don't think it's going to take over YouTube, but like in terms of yeah, like, no, I, live live streaming. Yeah, I really do think it is because like over quarantine, I've been seeing a lot more. Like cubing on Twitch. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's all people have to do. Yeah. I don't have nothing else to do. But... Yeah. When this quarantine thing is over, do you guys think it'll still be a relevant thing? Yeah, definitely. I think yeah. like online comps, Twitch, like all that stuff will be. Okay. I, I, I think once school starts and um, like college or people, when people come start working and stuff, I mean, if you think about it, like, like people won't be there won't be any streams happening like in the morning around noon or um like the afternoon even probably only at night since that's when people have free time and if they decide to use their free time to stream um but i think i mean there's probably definitely still time on weekends since no one has school on weekends i think okay so that's when i think there'll still be people streaming and stuff yeah, like Laser Monkey, and like he's been streaming a lot, like with with like those top cubers that you like race each other in like those yeah. best of a hundred sort of format things. Okay, so that that's all the questions I had for you guys. Is there anything you want to bring up? Because I know this these are topics you guys requested. 
Um, or maybe um, I don't know if Owen, if you touched. Yeah, like, no, I'm not thinking of anything. Or if you like. Wait, um, how about new tried... events? Okay. Right. Like, what events do you think could be added to the WCA? Um, honestly, I don't think any events will be added in the future, like the near future. In the next, like, probably, like, five, ten years, I don't really see any WCA events being added. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say, like, Ready Cube mirror box and stuff, but I just really don't think that that would work out. Yeah. I was going to ask, um, like, I don't know if Owen's touched into streaming or doing YouTube, but for Max, or and Owen, if you have, um, like, do you think it's harder to grow on Twitch or YouTube in terms of, I mean, to base it off of, let's say, like, hmm, like making money. I don't know how it is making money on YouTube, but I feel like yeah. right now, if you turn on your stream on Twitch, you'll probably get, like, because on Twitch, I don't know if you guys don't know, but basically, like, even two viewers is extremely difficult to get on Twitch in any other category that isn't as niche as cubing. Um, like if you stream in the cubing category, you can get like two viewers at least like pretty easily. But if you stream in like, like just chatting or like League of Legends, like you'll pretty much be at zero viewers for as long as you stream because there's so many people in those categories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree um, with that. Yeah. I feel like, like it's, it's harder to, to get viewers on Twitch, but like, I think you could make more money with less viewers. Yeah. Because, like, donations. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, YouTube, you get paid through, like, your ads or, like, um, partnerships or sponsors with other companies and brands. So, the thing about is in Twitch, you don't get that many viewers because I guess the viewer doesn't know exactly when the stream is going to end unless you specify, like, it's going to end at this certain time. It, I'm going to stream from this time to yeah. this time. So it's just hard for, I feel like, the viewer to have, a like, an audience retention and stay there, stay on stream for a long time. While in YouTube, there's, like, a certain, unless you're live streaming, you know exactly when the video is going to end because it's, like, says the time or how long the video is going to be. Yeah, so I feel like YouTube's just easier to grow in rather than Twitch. All right, so is there anything else you guys want to discuss about Twitch or practicing? Uh, oh, how do you uh, what um what do you guys average on on 3x3 three three and like how do you think cuz I always ask like people, well now on Twitch, you know, you can go and like someone who's fast is like twitch chat and then you can ask them and maybe they'll answer your question but like how do you think like what does it even take to become like sub eight or sub six is it just time because i feel like maybe like if i cubed someone like laser monkey i don't he's been cubing for probably a really like maybe twice as long as me i'm not really sure but definitely a lot yeah. longer than me so if i just cube as long as him like will i be sub seven well, I mean, it depends if you put in the work. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of its efficiency because, well, right now I average 8. But it's, like, kind of inconsistent nowadays. But my Same TPS is, like, really bad. I get an average of, like, 6, sub-6 TPS per soul. So I really think you just have to get, like, more efficient, more familiar with the cube. 
it's like get better integrated with your method yeah like learning different algorithms from different angles i think i mean i feel like some people can get really really fast in a small amount of time if they like owen said put in the work and really dedicate to practicing a lot like like timon an example is that i'm pretty sure like that's the only thing he does he learns a lot of algorithms you know he he he's, he uses um pseudo slotting he's experimented with different like methods and different types of like efficient algorithm sets and all that but the people who just i feel like consistently like do solves just sit down and do solves like me kind of i feel like i'm not going to get anywhere like as i'm not going to improve as fast as timon so i feel like I feel like Brody the Cuber or like somebody made a graph of like improvements. I, I don't know, something like that. Improvement. If you like put in the work, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure, but if you put in the work, you will get, you'll get faster and you constantly are improving on the things you're doing wrong in yourselves. Yeah. But like, if you look at someone like Max, he barely knows any house. But he relies on TPS a lot, I think. So I guess there is, there is a little bit of a balance somewhere there like some people some people they're i don't know they're, they're just good at tps because they practice a lot i guess i guess the people who practice a lot and they um keep doing solves a lot they're probably have a lot of they probably have really good tps and then the people who work on efficiency um they're they do they, their tps probably isn't as high and they do more efficient things in their solves Yeah, I agree. Yeah, fine. Okay. All right, so I guess we're like almost approaching the 20 minute mark. We're 18 minutes right now. So, but before I wrap up this today, before I wrap up today's episode, so I just wanted to ask you guys, is there anything you want to plug like your social media or anything in general before we sign off? Not really, no. Okay. Oh, uh Oh, oh wait, can I? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, I don't want to go off as like. Anyway, um, I just I stream on Twitch like my three by three practice or whatever. Um, you can just find me. It's like, um, just type in Blue Violin two thousand two on Twitch. I stream like. I'm still just trying to figure out a new schedule, but um, if you just go in the about section, I put the schedule there. But lately, it's been like eight a.m. PST. 11 p.m. EST um, on weekdays. So yeah, okay. you can find me there. All right, I will put that in the show notes, definitely. Oh, it's just okay. on twitch.tv slash blueviolence2002. Okay, all right. So I think that wraps it up for now. Thank you, Owen and Blue, for coming on the show. I hope to possibly have you guys in the future coming on here. So thank you so much for coming on, and I guess I'll see you guys later. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Okay, so that is a wrap on episode two of the Cube Stuff Saturdays podcast. So I had an interesting conversation with Blue and Owen Brooks about practicing and Twitch. So if you did enjoy this, be sure to give this video a like and be sure to subscribe to my channel. Also in the future, so I can get you guys as the viewers to interact a little bit more, you guys can ask questions in the comment section down below because I'll have my next guests answer that next time. So, and I'm going to actually announce the next guests right now. So can I get a drum roll, please? So the next guests, I have two of them, and 
First is Tyler Kochi and Dylan Chan. So both of them are extremely good at Skube, and we might be talking about that and also managing some of ranks. So hope you guys will enjoy that. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you have an amazing day, and I'll see you guys next week on the Cube Stuff Saturdays podcast. Peace out.